0: Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsiah Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram. The Jesus Witch Podcast is a show dedicated to opening the conversation about including Jesus in witchery practices. The goal of this podcast is to not be evangelical, the goal is to spread the love, light, truth acceptance and oneness that is jesus christ himself here at the jesus which podcast we believe all people are loved by god and all people are loved by jesus we believe in community and the power of fellowship we believe in giving whatever you reasonably can to help your neighbor who's in need and above all we believe in the power of creating a relationship with jesus that is authentic and unique to you join me for new episodes of the jesus which podcast every single monday and be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app hello and welcome to this week's episode of the jesus witch podcast i'm your host lena Alsayali, also known as lena the jesus witch on tiktok and on instagram this week on the podcast we're going to be talking all about essential oils and herbs that you can find in the bible but before we hop into this topic i just wanted to remind you to subscribe to the jesus witch podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on and if you could give the show a five star review that would be super helpful in getting the word out about the show to others Also, if you would like to help support the Jesus Witch Podcast, there are several different ways to do so, such as our Patreon, where you get ad-free episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single week, along with other different perks to help you learn about Jesus Witchery. I also have an Etsy shop where you can grab Talking to Jesus Tarot readings with me. I also have Bible-based oily spells, and when this episode is released onto streaming platforms, all of my Bible-based essential oil spells are going to be 10% off on my Etsy shop. So if you want to check out some of those, they will be on sale. You can find the links to all the different ways to help support the show and anything that we talk about in this episode in the show notes page. So like I said before, we are going to be talking about essential oils and herbs that can be found in the Bible. We're going to be doing a deep dive into six of the different oils and herbs that are found within the Bible and how to use them spiritually, but also how to use them physically for holistic health. I just would like to put a disclaimer here that I am not a doctor, um, and I don't claim to be a doctor, and please do not take this episode as medical advice. If you would like to get medical advice on how to use essential oils and herbs for your holistic health, please consult an herbalist or a naturopath, but in this episode, we're going to be going over some of the physical and spiritual properties of each of the six herbs that we're talking about. Even though we're only going to be talking about six different herbs, there are 30 oils and herbs that are mentioned in the Bible. These oils are sandalwood, anise, balm, bay, bedlam, calamus, camphor, cassa, cedar, cinnamon, coriander, cumin, cypress, fir, frankincense, gallabum, hyssop, juniper, mint, mustard seed, myrrh, myrtle, onisha, pine, rose of sharon, rue, saffron, shitta. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but any pronunciation that I find on Google sounds like that. So um, I apologize if I'm not pronouncing that right. Uh, The spikenard and wormwood. The six oils and herbs that we're going to be taking a closer look at are cinnamon, fir, mint, frankincense, pine, and myrrh. Before we jump in and learn more about these particular oils and herbs, let's answer the question, should we be using oils and herbs in our practices as Jesus witches? And for the answer to that question, I want to look at Genesis 1, which this verse says, see, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth and every tree whose fruit ye- yields seeds to you shall be your food. Some translations will say, it shall honey, be for your use. <laughs> you need to me something, Scott? I'm not, like, I full grown? You're not full grown yet. I am. No, honey, I promise you, you're not full grown. Like I was saying before Scott interrupted us, some versions of this verse will say at the end, for your use instead of for food. Either way, I find this verse to be particularly interesting as a Jesus witch because it's God essentially saying, hey... I made herbs, use them. Like he's literally giving us permission and he's literally telling us, I put these on the earth so that you can use them. So even if we're not using them in the context of food to eat, which you absolutely could use herbs in the context of food to eat and spell work because like kitchen witchery, but even if we're not using it in that like, context, it still counts. God still made these herbs for us to use and we should absolutely be using them. But now you may be thinking, how about essential oils? Aren't those a modern invention? Yes and no. They actually did have a lot of plant oils available in biblical times. They were created in a much different way than you'll see, like, essential oils made today. Um, they Essential oils were mentioned in the Bible, um, and the use of oils are mentioned in the Bible nearly 200 times. That is a lot of times to mention oils. And there's a lot of verses talking about anointing with oils and using them um, to consecrate things. Like, the use of oils is mentioned so many times throughout the Bible. I recommend the book Essential Oils of the Bible by Randy Minotaur um, to learn more about this particular topic. This is where I got the information from and she has a really great history of essential oils in the Bible, how they were used. um, And there's obviously a lot of scripture references in here um, and breaking down of how to use each of the oils. It's a really, really comprehensive book um, and that's where I pulled my information from. But the verse that stuck out to me talking about oils in the bible that i'm going to share with you now is exodus 37:19, which says he also made holy anointing oil and the pure incense of sweet spices of sweet spices according to the work of the perfumer so this shows that there were intentional oils and incense being put into like some sort of ingredient like you know some sort of spell almost i mean i don't know that's what it kind of looks like to me and they're being used for an intentional purpose of anointing I feel like everybody knows how to use herbs like you can put them in spells you can use them for cooking you can put them in like baths and whatnot but i don't feel like a lot of people know how to use essential oils this was actually something i was asked to talk about um so i'm going to give like a brief overview of how to use essential oils just as like a background with my history with oils i have been using essential oils oh my gosh since I was like pregnant with my first baby so like eight years now nine years now oh my god nine years now because he's gonna be eight this year <gasps> that's crazy I didn't like that realization um <laughs> but I've been using them for a while I've tried so many different brands you may know that I use Young Living essential oils I personally do not sell Young Living essential oils I just am a fan of their products and I continue using them and I really love to share my love of essential oils because they've really helped me in my daily life and in my spiritual life I just find them to be an awesome diverse tool there are two main ways that you can use your essential oils so first aromatically which means breathing them in through like the scent of them or topically When you apply essential oils topically, it is advised that you use some sort of carrier oil. So you can use any kind of oil that you like, like coconut oil, Jehovah oil, um, sweet almond oil. If you wanna be like super biblical and um, use something that was actually available during biblical times, you could use olive oil, which olive oil is great for the skin anyway. To use an oil aromatically, you could just smell it out of the bottle. You could put it in a diffuser. They sell diffuser jewelry that's like made out of like lava beads or wood. any type of way that you're smelling it you could even just put a drop of essential oil on like a washcloth a wet washcloth and just breathe that in to use essential oils topically you can make roller bottles or dropper bottles which is what i personally do on the spells that are on my etsy shop you could also use essential oils topically in the bath you just take like a cup of, a, of epsom salt and like one or two drops of your favorite essential oil put it in the epsom salt and then put it in your bath You can put essential oils in your hair and that's not only topically using them but that's also like aromatically using them because you can use your hair as a diffuser. There are just so many different things that you could do with essential oils to get both topical and aromatic benefits from them. You can make them into perfumes, you can make them into room sprays, you can add them to your lotions. These are just a few suggestions of what you could do with essential oils. They are incredibly diverse and an awesome tool to have in your home. Now that you know a little bit more about essential oils, let's talk about six of the different oils and herbs that are found within the Bible. And at this time, I just want to remind you that our Patreon supporters get extended show notes pages, so all of the information that I'm going to be sharing with you is written down for everybody on Patreon. Um, you can find all the verses there, the different ways to use the oils, all the, all the things that I'm about to say is written down for you guys. So that is there on the show notes page on Patreon, and I will link that um, in the show notes page for streaming. So the first herb that we're going to be looking at is cinnamon. So the verse that's here is Revelation 8.13. And I'm just going to read the little like overview of each of the herbs from the book, The Essential Oils of the Bible book. The first verse that is listed for cinnamon is Revelation 18.13, which says, She also brought cinnamon spice, incense myrrh, frankincense wine, olive oil, fine flour, wheat, cattle, sheep, horses, chariots, slaves and souls of men this verse in revelation was listing all of the things that were considered desirable in worldly when the when babylon fell um and cinnamon was considered to be one of those like highly regarded spices and like valuable things in the essential oils of the Bible book, what it says about cinnamon, valued as one of the ingredients of holy anointing oil, God specified to Moses, cinnamon is also listed in Revelations as one of the many forms of highly prized merchandise men will no longer desire when Babylon falls. Some other verses that cinnamon is listed in is Exodus 30:23, Proverbs 7:17, 7, Song of Solomon 4.14, and like I said before, Revelation 18-13 spiritually cinnamon is known to aid in healing it attracts love it attracts abundance it speeds up spells because it's a hot oil or a hot herb Um, so hotter herbs and oils tend to help like speed things up because they're fiery and they bring that motivation Um, it also is good for protection and aids in success because of the way that cinnamon aids in success and it draws in abundance I use it as one of the main ingredients in my liquid gold abundance oil and because of its protective properties I use cinnamon in my protected by self-love blend as well like I said at the beginning of the show when this episode goes live on streaming all of my bible based spell oils are going to be 10% off on my Etsy shop so if you would like to grab some liquid gold abundance oil or protected by self-love oil to start working with cinnamon um, you can click the link in the show notes page to shop the sale um. now a quick break from this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast to talk about a few ways you can help support the show. One way you can help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast is to become a supporter of us on Patreon. On our Patreon, there are four different tiers that you could choose from, and they're all named after tarot cards. We have the Fool, the Magician, the Hierophant, and the High Priestess. In the Fool tier, you get early ad-free episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast, extended show note pages when available, Christian tarot grimoire pages, and access to our monthly community oracle reading. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool tier. Tarot spreads to help your connection with Christ, Spirit, your higher self. I also like to put out new tarot spreads for each full moon or new moon, Wheel of the Year, Holiday, and Zodiac sign. In the Magician tier, you also get one Bible-based spell grimoire page each month. This teaches you how to incorporate the Bible into your own spell practice. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool and the Magician tiers, as well as a Happy Mail package from me every single month with the ingredients to make a spell, as well as an extra Bible-based spell page for your grimoire, and then you get access to our spell casting Zoom each month where we do the spell that I sent you together. In the High Priestess tier, you get everything from the Magician, Fool, and Hierophant tiers, as well as an extra Bible-based spell from the Sun and Moon Oily Co. in your Happy Mail package each month, and a one-on-one Zoom call with me every single month to discuss your practice, how you're growing, and any suggestions that I could give to you to help you on your path. Patreon tiers start at $6.66 per month, and you can find the link to that in the show notes page. Another way you could help support the show is by shopping at my Etsy shop, the Sun and Moon Oily Co. Over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co., I offer Bible-based spell oils, ritual bath salts, Jesus Witch or christian witch specific mystery boxes and custom spell oils over on my etsy shop is where you could also book different types of readings with me i offer tarot readings for your inner child channel messages from jesus or from lilith i also have a listing for general tarot readings you could grab a soul contract reading between yourself and another person or yourself and a deity that you're working with or curious to work with or even grab an astrology reading for yourself or an astrology reading for your kiddos to help you parent them better and more effectively. There's also Jesus Witch merch on my Etsy shop and so many other things that I am planning on adding to my shop. So head over to the Sun and Moon Oily Co. to check that out. Another thing you can do to support the growth of the Jesus Witch Podcast is join our Discord community. The Jesus Witch Church is our free 18-plus Discord community where we host Jesus Witch Church services and moon circles. This is your place to ask all Jesus Witch or witchy questions in general and make some really awesome friends. You can find the link to our church in the show notes page. Another free way you could support the Jesus Witch Podcast is by sharing this show with a friend and rating it on whatever podcasting app you're using with five stars. Leaving us a nice review really helps get the word out about the show and don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Another thing you could do to help the creation of the show is send a donation to the Jesus Witch Podcast via Cash App or PayPal. It takes a lot of time and effort for me to create the Jesus Witch Podcast and getting donations helps me get the support and help that I need to be able to create this type of content for you. Donations also help keep this podcast free to everybody. So if you love this show and the information that's being put out there, please consider sending a donation to my PayPal or my cash app. The username on both is the Jesus Wedge podcast, but the link for both of those can be found in the show notes page. And the final way that you could help support the creation of the Jesus Wedge podcast is by sending me a gift. In the show notes page, I have the link to my Amazon wishlist. Everything that I put on this wish list was put there to help create content for you. Simply put, buying things off of this Amazon wishlist helps me so that I don't have to purchase them myself. So I can put more of my resources in towards making the Jesus Witch Podcast. If you would like to support the Jesus Witch Podcast by buying me a gift or in any other way, you could find all the links to everything mentioned in this ad in the show notes page. Now let's get back to the show the physical properties of cinnamon is it's anaglesic antibacterial antifungal anti-inflammatory antiseptic antiviral it supports the circulatory system and the digestive system a few ideas on how to use it for like a more mundane kind of way Um, make a tea to help support your circulatory system with cinnamon like the herb you can make tea out of cinnamon sticks Um, diffuse cinnamon essential oil to help your immune system during germy seasons put a couple of drops in of cinnamon essential oil in your conditioner to help support hair growth because um, cinnamon does help stimulate like the hair follicles because it's a hotter oil. That's why if you're going to put it in your conditioner, you only want to put like one or two drops in the whole entire bottle, Um, but can help uh, stimulate some hair growth the next oil that we're going to be talking about is pine and the verse that we're going to look at is isaiah 41 19 through 20 which says i will plant trees in the barren desert cedar acacia, as- myrtle olive cypress fir and pine i am doing this so all who sees this miracle will understand what it means that the lord who has done this the holy one of israel created it in the book, it says about fur, fur appears often in the Old Testament as a building material or naturally occurring figure of the strength that men should emulate. Musical instruments are made of it. Kings exchange fir trees for, for great stores of food, and King Solomon orders that his great house be built of it. The Bible even goes so far as to give the fir tree human characteristics, as in Isaiah 14 8, yeah, the fir trees rejoice at thee, and Zechariah 11 two howl fir tree for cedar is fallen clearly these trees played multiple roles in the lives of kings prophets and common people offering strength and shelter as well as medicinal benefits the other verses that are listed for fir are second samuel six five first kings five eight five ten six fifteen six thirty four nine eleven um second chronicles two eight and three five um, Psalm 104 17, Song of Solomon 117, Isaiah 14, 8, 37, 24, 41, 19 through 20, 55, 13, and 60, 13, Ezekiel 31, 8, Hosea 14.18, Nehemiah 2, 3, and Zechariah 11.12. 12. As you can see, there's a lot of verses that list fur in it. Um, the spiritual properties of fur is that it draws in abundance, it helps you stay grounded, it brings in prosperity, it purifies and aids in protection, it connects you to the divine feminine because it helps connect you to the divine feminine. I add fur into my mother goddess Bible based spell oil. I just feel like it adds a grounding quality to it while connecting you to her. Um, some of the physical properties of fur is that it's anaglesic, anti inflammatory, antiviral, it's and it's also a decongestant. So some of like the more mundane use ideas for fur. Diffuse it when you have a stuffy nose or place a couple of drops of it in your favorite lotion and rub it over your sore muscles. The next essential oil that we're going to talk about that is found in the Bible is probably the most commonly known essential oil from the Bible, and that is frankincense. So the first verse that's listed for frankincense is Matthew 2, 11, which says, They entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. They gave him their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So the people that are giving Jesus these gifts in this verse are actually the wise men. And I wanna talk about the three gifts that they gave him and what they each symbolize. So first you have a gift of gold gold is royalty right so that's alluding to Jesus being king of all people king of the world um, and being the son of the ultimate king who is God the second gift that they brought him was the frankincense so the frankincense represented Jesus's divinity and his connection to spirit And the third gift, which is myrrh, and that's another herb that we're going to talk about a little bit later, that represented his humanity. Because myrrh at the time was used as a burial spice, so when people died, they would um, anoint the bodies with myrrh. So in a way, them giving him the gift of myrrh not only is predicting what's going to happen to Jesus, you know, with the crucifixion, but it is also like showing the fullest extent of his humanity because he's going to have to experience a death and burial some other verses where frankincense is mentioned um, exodus 30 34 leviticus 2 1 2 2 2 15 2 16 5 11 6 15 and t- 24 7 numbers 5 15 first chronicles 9 29 nehemiah 13 3 and 13 9 song of solomon 36, 6 4 6 and 4 14 Matthew 2.11 and Revelation 18.13 in the book the little blurb about frankincense says gold frankincense and myrrh the offerings brought by the wise men to the newborn jesus are perhaps the most famous gifts ever given these references may have been the first time most people heard of these highly prized spices but frankincense actually was in use from the early days of the old testament prescribed by god to moses as part of the holy anointing oil he used it on the ark of the covenant and in the sacred temple some of the spiritual properties of frankincense is it purifies and cleanses negative energies it helps connect you to a higher pl- power it's good for glamour magic because it's associated with gold and royalty and it helps to revitalize and uplift the spirit the physical properties of frankincense is it's anaglesic anti-inflammatory antiseptic it aids in digestive uh, systems it's di- a diuretic and it can be used as a sedative in the essential oil world, we call frankincense the king of all the essential oils because it literally can be used for like everything. Like one of the sayings we have is "when in doubt, frank it out," because you can put frankincense on anything or use it for almost anything, and it be beneficial in some sort of way. Um, but the things that I wrote the usage ideas that I wrote down for this particular purpose here is diffusing it at bedtime to promote a restful sleep, placing a drop of frankincense essential oil on the tr- on your your crown of your head each morning to boost your immune system I personally do this I put a drop of frankincense on my crown every single morning not only for the immune system boost and like all the anti-inflammatory properties that it has um but I use it on my crown specifically one to connect with Christ because frankincense is a very highly associated oil with Christ and two protect my you know crown energy because I'm putting an oil there I'm anointing it and three connect me further to spirit help to like lift my intuition frankincense is a really high frequency essential oil so I feel like that helps raise my intuition and makes me be a little bit more perceptive to the messages that spirit's giving me so I love using frankincense every day because it has so many physical and spiritual properties I just feel like it's an awesome essential oil the next herb that we're going to talk about is mint, and it, the first verse that it's mentioned in is Matthew twenty three twenty three, which says, Well unto you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, for you pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin and have omitted the heavier matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. These should be done, not leave them undone what the little blurb about mint says in the book along with anise and cumin mint is one of the three plants specifically mentioned by jesus as he argues with pharisees leaders of the jewish school of thought that became the basis for modern orthodox judaism about their focus on literal interpretation of the law instead of the greater good mint had enough significance and value to require tithing so the herb itself likely served people well as a cleaning aid deodorant and curative the other verse that mint is listed in is Luke 11, 42. Some spiritual properties of mint is it's transformational, it creates a new vibe, it brings luck and it protects your travels. Because of the way that mint can create a new vibe and its transformational properties I love to add it to joy jar spells because I feel like it transforms your energy or like any negative energy into joyous and uplifting energy Um, so for the joy jar spell that I shared on Patreon for the month of January mint was one of the main ingredients there that spell is available to anybody in the magician and up tiers so I will link it in the show notes page the physical properties of mint is it's an anaglesic it's an anesthetic um it's antibacterial anti-inflammatory antiseptic antispasmatic it's a decongestant it can be used as, as a diuretic and an expirant um the ideas to use it that I wrote down are diffusing it when you have a stuffy nose or a cough sniff it when you're nauseous to help ease any of that like nausea feeling um Or use the herb to make a tea to uh, soothe an upset tummy. Um, You could also use mint essential oil with a carrier oil and place a drop of it on the back of your neck to cool yourself down during a hot summer day. I will never leave my home on a really hot summer day without a mint essential oil roller because of this exact reason. I will overheat way too much. um, So to prevent myself from doing that, I just take my roller and I put it on my spine on the back of my neck. And it helps me cool down and be able to stay outside and play longer with my kiddos. The next herb that we're going to talk about is myrrh and the first verse that's listed for it is John 19, 39 through 41, which says, With him came Nicomaius, the man who had come to Jesus at night. He brought about 75 pounds of perfumed ointment and made from myrrh and aloes. Following the Jewish burial customs, they wrapped Jesus' body with the spices in long sheets of linen and cloth. The place of crucifixion was near a garden where there was a tomb never used before. So this verse is an example of myrrh being used as a burial spice like i said before when we were talking about frankincense that myrrh represented his humanity because of the way that jesus had to die and be buried so the little blurb about myrrh says myrrh had already developed a reputation as one of the most versatile and highly prized spices in the biblical era long before the magi brought it as a gift to baby jesus indeed in Genesis, Jacob's sons bring it as one of their gifts to the visor of Egypt, whom they did not know was their brother, Joseph. And women, including Esther, use it as part of their purification rituals. In God's specifications for the holy anointing oil to Moses, he would mix it from for the sacred temple. Myrrh is the first and most abundant in the list. The Psalms and Song of Solomon sing praises to myrrh as un- its, and its unique scent. Finally, Joseph and Nicomaius use the spice mixed with aloes to bind the cloth around the body of Jesus after his crucifixion. Some other Bible verses where myrrh is listed are Genesis 37:24, Exodus 30-23, 20, Esther 2:12. Psalms 45 verse 8, Proverbs 7:17, 7, Song of Solomon 1:13, 3:6, 4:6, 4:14, 5:1, 5:5, and 5:13, 5, Matthew 2:11, Mark 15:23, and John 19:39. Some spiritual properties of myrrh. It's good for protection, purification. It promotes spiritual and emotional healing. It helps banish any negative energy or spirits from your space. The physical properties of myrrh. It's an analgesic, It's antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, antiseptic. It's a disinfectant, an expirant, and a stimulant. Um, some of the ideas that I wrote down on how to use myrrh in like a mundane way. Use with a carrier oil such as Jehovah oil um, on acne and darker spots on your skin you could also mix myrrh with your favorite lotion and rub a few drops of it on your body before doing a workout to help prevent any sore muscles the first plant that we're going to be talking about is pine and the first verse that is listed for it is isaiah 60 13 which says the glory of Lebanon will be yours the forests of cypress fir and pine to my beautiful sanctuary my temple will be glorious here's what the essential oil of the bible book says about pine One of the trees in Isaiah's list of the glory of Lebanon, pine, also appears in God's instructions for building the sukkah, the booths constructed for the Feast of the Tabernacles. God promises in Isaiah that he will plant pine trees in the desert to provide for the people of Israel, especially the poor and needy. The other verses where pine is listed are Nehemiah 8.15, Isaiah 41.19, and 60.13. Some spiritual properties of pine is its grounding, it connects you to the divine feminine, it aids in fertility, it cleanses and purifies, it brings energy, and it also protects... Because of the way that Pine is good at bringing energy to you, I use it in my Choose Joy Essential Oil because for joy, to have joy, you need to have energy. So I feel like Pine was a good addition to that spell. And because of the way that it helps connect you to the Divine Feminine and it boosts fertility, I use it in my Mother Goddess Bible-Based Oil spell. And I really love how that spell makes me feel so close to the Divine Feminine. The physical properties of pine is it's an anaglesic, antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, antiseptic, disinfectant, expirant, and it's also a stimulant. Um, the ideas that I wrote down for how to like use it in a mundane way, diffuse it in the morning to start your day off on the right foot, put a few drops in your favorite lotion to soothe store muscles. So that is everything that I have about essential oils in the Bible. And we only scratch the surface on this topic. Like I said before, if you would like to learn more about this, get the book Essential Oils of the Bible um, by Randy Minotaur, M-I-N-E-T-O-R. It is a fantastic book. It is super comprehensive. I've had this book for years and I reference it all the time. I really love the recipes that are in here, um, the information that's in here. I just think it's a really cool book to have and it's a great tool for any magical person or just like for mundane purposes as well. Thank you so much for taking some of the time out of your day to listen to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I truly, truly appreciate it and don't forget to subscribe to us on whatever podcasting app you're currently listening to us on and give the podcast a rating of five stars. If you would like to help support the podcast, you could do so by becoming a Patreon supporter of the show or by shopping my Etsy shop. And like I said before, all of my Bible-based oily spells are currently 10% off on the Etsy shop. You can find the link to shop the sale or any of the other ways to help support the Jesus Witch Podcast in the show notes page. And now for my favorite part of any episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast, our verse of the day, 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 day. Um, So today's verse of the day is Isaiah 43, 18, which says, But forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. I really love this verse. As somebody who is healing from like trauma of um, being rear-ended by a drunk driver, I use this verse quite often in my healing journey. And like I meditate on it. And like trying to think of all the good that God has done in my life since that event. Instead of just dwelling on um, how hard it's been for me, if that makes sense. So I wanted to share that verse because it's been really helpful to me. So in case it's helpful to somebody else. I wanted to share it but anyway thank you again for listening to this week's episode i'll talk to you next week goodbye